What's up, everybody? Welcome to another week's episode of the Just Sayin' Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Martindale. And with me today, we have a very special guest, a comedian, um, a member of the LGBT community, uh, my friend, Nikki Paris. Yes, make some noise. Well, we had some technical difficulties before the show, so I'm glad you stuck with us. Thank you so much for being here. There's um, nobody else I'd rather spend the last 14 hours with. It's an honor. Thank you. And I'm, you know, it's big a big day for you. You're you're in a hat, which I, I know is rare. Very masked today. Yeah, I really. just I I was just not feeling it today, and I was like, I'm gonna throw a hat on. <laughs> you make me want to be a side. I don't know what that means, but I love to lay, and I hope you do too. Thank and, you so much. Because <laughs> I'm lazy. I know. I can't wait for the comments to be like, this isn't my Justin. Who is this? Imposter. It's because you have great hair. People feel like you're hiding it from them. You know what? I you're, can have an off day. You're like the Aniston, but uh, of men. The who? He, Jennifer Aniston. Remember when she oh, had that Jennifer. iconic haircut? Oh, yeah. This so is people, the Rachel and the Justin. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Jennifer like Aniston's that. in a beanie. You're like, what the fuck? Get the hat off. Exactly. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston with a shaved head. People are going <laughs> to lose it. their minds. Um, alopecia. Well, I'm so glad you're here. We can't talk about alopecia, oh, Jada Pinkett. Oh, we're we're going to channel her. <laughs> um, now, we are going to pick up some stuff. I, first of all, I want to like say thanks for being here. You, An honor. you, before we had the recording, you did say something that you recently found out and you got like maybe four words out. And I said, no, stop, save it. And I have please HPV. tell the story no. to the listeners. <laughs> what? what? I said I have HPV. No, I. <laughs> Again. So, yeah, it's t- time six. Fuck. <laughs> no. Um, so, Justin, you know, we were talking about, you know, uh, cassette, you know, projectors. Mm-hmm. So my grandparents had an old box of cassettes mm-hmm. and they were putting in tapes. And my grandpa was really old before he passed. This was probably like a year or two ago. And he popped in the tape and then something started playing. And he I've never he couldn't really walk, but he jumped up so quick. was like, no, no, no. Turn this off. Turn this <gasps> off and it turns out that my grandparents had a sex tape and uh. um so <laughs> yeah I, your grandparents you know, had a sex tape yeah which is very upsetting it was of course in black and white and you know it was in black and white was right. there was there captions was it like a silent film it, it really it was yeah. yeah it was he got it was like he got back from the war and then my grandpa grandma just wrote him um which there was i don't want to say what i saw it was very Wait, tell us what you saw it, it was it happened so quick uh-huh. but we you know it, it, justin i've never seen him move so quick and um <laughs> To the point that I was like, were you faking the limp all these years? How did you get up that quick? It was like a NASCAR. Like, it was one of those things you could get whiplash. So I come from a line of freaks. And I don't know where it missed me because I'm very vanilla. My idea of kink is leaving the lights on and my socks. That's as crazy as it gets. I, I get that. Yeah. I That tracks. I can I can feel that because I'm like, mm, the light on and socks. Yeah. I'm here yeah, for it. That's as crazy as I get. So, so it was like an adrenaline, like in that, that scene from like Pulp Fiction where he like... <laughs> Stabs Uma Thurman in the heart, and she's like, "Oh, turn it off." <laughs> it was exactly like that. So it was a VHS tape. Yeah, I think you... it was even no. It was before that. It was on film. It was no. When, when, yeah, when they had to get it on the projectors because they were like, showing old home movies, like Sinister. That movie yeah. Sinister, where they did like the like yeah. old round cassette tape. No, tapes. that's exactly <gasps> what it was. Yeah, I know. I know it was like a fruit roll-up of porn. It was oh really sick. Oh my god! Did a Korean River Ghost pop out and it, be like seven it. days? <laughs> that's oh right. And we all. That's how we died. No, um, but yeah, crazy. And it was your grandmother and your grandpa. Yeah. See, right. that would have been a lot weirder had it not been your grandmother. I know. My grandpa was like, this was some lady that I saw from Hong Kong when and we it, were over in the war. Killing and grandma is, is grandma passed? Or? Grandma's still here. Oh, Grand- grandma's grandma still Gloria. here. That's right. So she'll probably see this and I'll be out of the will. But you're worth it, Justin. Oh, it's my fine. God. I'm not going to get the Ford truck and I'll, I'll live. Was it good? Th- their sex? 
Well, I mean, like, how old were they? Were they like young? <laughs> they were young. Like, they were. They got married when they were like 18, 19, or like around there. Might have been a little bit earlier than that, but look, I, I think I've already said too much. No, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm like Staten fascinated. <laughs> well, that's a little... Staten Island sex tape. <laughs> that's right. So a Staten Island grandparent sex tape. Yeah, that's right. So they were young. It was in black and white. It was in black and white. Wow. Yeah. That's right. I'm sure, you know, during the time period, there was a lot of things that were still not right. What innovators, though? I know. That's They're like, right. you know what? Let's 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 film it. That's right. I'm sure they were still using gunpowder back then. I'm not really sure. But... <laughs> how old were they? I mean, how old were you when you saw it? Uh, this was probably like two or three years ago. Yeah. During was... COVID? Yeah, that's right. I said, just take me now. I, I'm ready to die, actually. Oh, I missed the pandemic. I was hoping to get it and leave, but I'm here. Did you have that discussion with your grandfather, though? We all made like, a pact. You didn't say anything. You we just were keep never... it a secret, bury it down, bury it down. Like any Italian Catholic, we were going to repress this and Catholic go guilt. to the grave with it. Yeah, that's right. Same thing with, like, you know, my, you know, my cousin's Alyssa Milano. And our family, our families, <laughs> our families don't talk. She mm. used to sign autographs on my mother's back, and uh, that's right, Alyssa. If you're watching this, wait, I, I will avenge my family name. So my grandma and her grandma are sisters. So that makes us cousins, like second cousins like that, yeah. or something like that, right? Well, they used to go. So they're all from New. They're all from Staten Island. Uh -huh. They used to go to Philadelphia to go see Alyssa and Annie and all this bullshit. And then once she got famous, she dropped everybody. And a, a little birdie told me that her grandmother lives in an apartment with Brooklyn with rats and Alyssa doesn't care. So just, <gasps> like Grey Gardens? Uh, Justin, if this gets, like Grey, exactly Grey right. Gardens exactly. Milano's, uh. So I've never met her uh -huh. up until then because when, uh, so I have a little brother with special needs and my mom asked her to be an ambassador for my brother's disability and she said she couldn't because she was too busy. <gasps> and my, that was it to my mom. And then a week later, she became an ambassador for a different disability. So that, to an Italian woman, Dawn Marie Bonadonna, my mother, <laughs> you're, you're out. So nobody, nobody talks about her and they all just like, yeah. So I, and now I'm like, you know, I used to like have a dumb joke about her. They're like, I, I moved oh, out. expose her. Yeah, I used to be like, my, I used, to, I moved out of here because my cousin is Alyssa Milano, and I figured if she could do it, I could do it because I also have no talent. And um, <laughs> yeah, not great when it gets back to it. My grandma goes, I really hope you're not saying that. That could, could get, get back to her mother. And I was like, Grandma, I am, and I'm gonna roll the dice and see what happens. Well, it's so that's so interesting you say that because it's like I feel like during the whole like Me Too movement and every. And COVID and and women believing women. Like, she's so quick to jump on all that shit and be like, I have something to say. And no one, like, asked her. Right. No, she just has an utter out breastfeeding any, anywhere that she goes at all times. Wow. God bless her. You know, those, that, and, those nipples are in my family pool. Uh, so I'm, I'm, even I'm not going to hate on that. But wow, the fact that you asked her to help her out with your brother's, like, like uh foundation and or whatever. To my mother she was like that was a despicable thing that Alyssa did i'll never forget that wow so guys wow. we've got to got to cancel Alyssa milano guys <laughs> and you know what good you yeah. know why because who's the boss now bitch <laughs> that's right who's the boss now <laughs> right we're we're not all charmed by Alyssa. let's, well, say, let's, oh, leave, good it at, one. let's yes. leave it at that and i think that's it yeah has she done anything else i don't no, I no, don't. I don't think so either. No. But whatever. A political porn. I have no idea. We don't need the power of three on the Just Saying podcast. <laughs> we just need two. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. And rats. That's the. That's the. That's the. Allegedly. Documentary. Allegedly. Yeah. That's the. That's the rumor that I that I heard. Just so, New York. Yeah. New York folklore. Mm -hmm. Wow. But my mom, when I first was there, my mom was like, I'd be like, oh, mom, you know, my first week, I was like, what did you, my mom was like, what'd you do this week? I was like, I was at Trader Joe's, you know, I'm just getting used. Did you run into Alyssa? I'm like, where? <laughs> at the hummus aisle? Where would I run into Alyssa at Trader Joe's? The hummus aisle. 
So, you never know. I've never I've never met Alyssa Milano, but now I'm like, I know about you. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever do that with people? Like yeah. if you hear stuff about them and then you like you walk by them and you'll just be like, I know about you. I yeah. heard. Yeah. I heard things. Maybe that's me being a southern woman. No, I feel that way all the just time. Like, oh, I've heard about you. No, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know why this came up, but there was a kid in my neighborhood who there was a rumor that he used to put peanut butter on his dick and make his dog lick it up. What? And we had no confirmation. That was all I had to hear. That when he would, when we'd all play kickball, I'd be like, I have to go home. I believe mm-hmm. that supper is almost ready and I have to be home by 4.45 and I would have to leave. Don't tell me this was two years ago too. This was a year ago. <laughs> no, this was my childhood on Staten Island. It I mean, was you, Justin. Was, what? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's the big reveal on Just Saying. It was Raspberry Jam, I swear. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was the <laughs> Boysenberry, can anyone hear me? Um, okay, so we, uh, I ran into you over the weekend. Yes. Um, because you've just been busy. You did like 14 shows in Vegas, and I was like, girl, I've been there. You too, yes. It's so much. And you, uh, we ran into each other, uh, this past weekend, and you were in a suit. I was. I looked a little bit like Ellen, but that's we, great. We all do. Right, we have to. We have to. I feel it's so funny, too, because it's like I feel like you, especially like being a gay comedian, um, we all have like our wardrobe. Like like I'm in a jean jacket and jeans. But when you have to like step your pussy up and go to like these like drag events and like <laughs> yeah. the Glad Awards and right. all that stuff, you have to like. Yeah. Like it's the pussy and the bussy, I Justin. Mean, it's it's the double. I have to get a group on. It's a lot of. It's so work. much. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm hosting the uh, Drag Isn't Dangerous telethon yes. on the seventh, May seventh. Girl, I am reaching out to people. I'm like, hi, can you dress me? <laughs> and I've never had to like really do that, but I'm like, I am not going to be standing next to peppermint. No, I know. And 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 like you know a, a, a Sears suit and be like, hey guys. Drag isn't dangerous, but my fashion is. It's so funny because I performed at the drag cons in jeans, and I felt you told the, me that. I felt the, yeah, I was there in like in guest jeans, and everyone was. I felt very out of place. You don't be like me. No, no, you no. Know, no. You have to to dress up and wear. I. It's so funny you say that because I went to drag con, and um, I'm going to out myself here, but Danny Francesi was doing his show. And he was like, yeah, you want to get up and do like two minutes or five? I don't know what it was. It was like five or maybe ten. I don't know. And I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, I'm literally in like street clothes at DragCon. And I'm not going to perform for like <laughs> drag queens. And, and I was like, no, I can't. I was like, I'm on. it's an off day. <laughs> I want to look at clowns and to. dresses. Right. You need to. I was like, I can't do this. And it was like so like, no, I couldn't do it. I, I looked like somebody's mom who was shopping at Kohl's and then got lost and somehow wound up at the convention center. People were like, what What are you, what are you doing here? And I, I tried my best. This is my craft. It's my art. They're like, okay, yeah, cool. But you, inter- you, know, you do a lot of celebrity-focused stuff, too. You know, I think it's so interesting. I think that it seems so exciting until you start actually doing it. And then yes. you realize, these people are such assholes. Assholes. I, it's heartbreaking. I know. Well, going into that. <laughs> we will say you were we were at the Glad Awards, yes, which stands for the Gay and Lesbian, uh, right? What is Glad Gay and Lesbian? Oh my God, am I terrible? So yeah, yeah. so there's a lot of and you I know love the Glad, Glad Awards. I love are. Glad. I'm a donator. I'm a funder. I yeah. give money. Um, yes, you know, and yeah, it, which is why you were wearing the suit on Saturday. Yeah, that's right. Because I was like, why are you wearing a suit? You were like, oh, I did the Glad Awards, and I think I saw your I know. Instagram, and you were like out there. People thought I was going to be on Family Feud, and I think they would have. <laughs> 
I think they would have preferred that. But you know, Glad is like you know, I, I was I was telling you a little bit. It's um, you know, it's like the human rights campaign. It's a classy yes. event. Yes, it's not the VMAs or MTV Movie Awards where for, for you know, days. right? So you know what I mean? Like little JoJo Siwa, the last year I did it, I you know, she came by in a rainbow sequin tracksuit, mm-hmm. and I was like, JoJo just went, walked right by me. I mm-hmm. you know, how do you know I don't have epilepsy? How dare you, JoJo? With all those sparkles, I could have been with you in Cedar Sinai. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She didn't care. Exactly. I, I think she beats her mother, but we'll we'll draw our own conclusions. She probably does. She bought her the house. She can beat her in she it. She keeps her in a cage. Yeah. She's like, you have thirty dollars allowance a week, and don't back talk. But I mean, but like what happened? So you were like, oh, my God, I have to tell you because you were out there. What were you? What were you were interviewing people? I was on interviewing. The yeah. For um, L.A. TV, which uh-huh. is a Latin network that uh-huh. I've been a host on for five years. I'm not Spanish, um, but I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful for the work. I barely speak English. Uh-huh. And I'd like to confirm that here. The only thing I know how to say that Spanish leaning is cheesy gordita crunch. So it's oh. not. So it's, yeah, but I've kept the job. I've hosted panels on chulo culture it's been great for me yeah. um, and i'm kind of like the uneducated person at the party that's how we frame it yeah. but i kind of had it going into it and christina aguilera was the guest this year and she was getting an award getting an award for she was the, i think she got the vanguard award for allyship oh okay and, but she has her own loop line and i you know and she didn't do any interviews and i was so disappointed by that because i said there was probably some poor gay at mickey's mm-hmm. that's going to take someone to the bathroom pull out the christina aguilera lube and get ready to get pounded and he wants to know which flavor you recommend yeah. and you rob the gays of that experience and i won't forgive her and she just completely walked by completely, you completely and it's so humiliating cuz you're on the media line you're like christina and they just and completely like she just looked over and went don't look at me yeah <laughs> And Cynthia Revo did that to me last year. And I actually was, because I want to know that the Wicked movie, I heard they're breaking it up into two parts. I'm very upset. And I wanted answers. And I also made the ballsy, uh, I said to Frankie Grande, I'm concerned about the Wicked movie. Should I be? Which, you know, I don't know why I would think that his response would be. It's his sister. Well, he's like her, like, you know. I think I separated, I think I suffered from temporary insanity in that moment that he was going to be like, bite your nails, girl. But Uh um, he was like, it's going to be amazing. Like, what did I think he was going to say? Well, he's her, uh, what's it called? Uh, Puppet? No. Not Puppet. What's it called? I love love you, Frankie. I'm just kidding. Even though you think my name is Ricky Paris, it's fine. (laughs) People call me Gigi Gorgeous every time she sees me. She's like, Ricky. I'm like, it's Nikki. And they don't care. I'm, I'm Ricky to, to these people. And that's fine. What is what is it called? It's like I'm the speaker. The speaker for Ariana Grande is Frankie Grande. <laughs> yeah. But I, I want to ask about the mother, Joan. I'm like, why is she always in black? Uh, well. <laughs> she's what, ready for a funeral at any time. What is the Christina Aguilera lube? Okay, so she's a co-founder in this sexual wellness line. It's called Playground. Okay, and I love that we're like whist- like I feel I, like I know, we need I, like I moody why. music. I, 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 I'm, I sometimes like to think I'm on QVC, uh, and I just feel like I'm connecting to Middle America. But uh-huh. if you want to get your ashy vagina all ready for the big big time, if you want to release your genie from its bottle, <laughs> and you want to get dirty, here's or your beautiful. Chance. That's right. <laughs> and you know what? I saw her at LA Pride when she took out that ten foot dildo. Oh yeah, so, with, so the uh, lube is needed with Kim Petras. Yeah, I think she's pegging people mm-hmm. and they're on limps and mm-hmm. i think that's why we're seeing more accessorides out on the road um so yeah she has a lube line i wish i had more is it multiple lubes there's th- four different flavors what are the flavors you know um top I, of your head go yeah. okay one of them uh, uh, one of them is like a beachy one i don't have the exact like name tropical coconut yeah there's like a tropical there's like a, a vip one I, I mean i'm bluffing it i don't want to go on my phone but look it up playground um to the viewers if you want to get rammed 
with Christina. Here's your chance. So yeah, I just had some questions, Justin. I don't think that's so wrong. Ricky Martin walked right by me. Oh. Ben Ben Platt, Joe Jonas one year. I was like, I was one of the seven people who bought your solo album. How dare you? I showed up at an FYE when it still counted. <laughs> they, were, they were bringing out boxes with the fucking vinyls. I was one of the last people there. You're not going to say hello to me, but did I'm they, used to it. Did anyone talk to you? Raven Simone. Well. And I went to her yard sale a couple of years ago <laughs> when I first moved here. That's she why she tweeted talked to you. She my, remembered you. Well, listen to this. Uh -huh. She tweeted my friends having a yard sale. And I, you're wondering what crazy people would go, me. So I showed up. She was in a Snuggie. And it was her yard sale. It wasn't even her friends. And I bought like three of her old headshots because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you just bought <laughs> do you Raven Simone's I didn't know what to do. She was there in a Snuggie. And then I said to her, I said, I'm a comedian. You know, that's how Raven has shaped the comedian I am today. And she just went, ew, why? Bitch, I, I'm at I, your house. I, I, I was just like, all right. I, I was, I didn't know what to say. I was crushed, so I, I bought that up too. But we, you know, she was nice. Melissa Peterman from Reba. Yes, I love I Melissa. Love, I know, I, I do. Reba. She's, I know. she's wanted to come on the show for a Please. while now, and I'm like, oh, let's go. We you guys need to I know, make that happen. She, I love her. Yeah, but yep, yeah, you know how it is. The, the celebrities are rude, and everybody thinks who they are, and you know, everyone's on Ozempic and Coke, and you just try <laughs> to be understanding. Putting the glad and glad. But I'll, I'll talk to a fucking shoebox if I have to. I'm just one of those people. People. So yeah. it's hurtful to me. And you are too. You're very chatty and personable. You can't answer one question about drag ban. Oh, or, I know. You know? It, it is it is weird when people kind of just have that like holier than thou. Like, I'm too, I'm too good to talk to you. And I'm like, really? Relax. We're all here because we take it up the ass in some degree. Okay. So that's a common thread. And we yeah. want to hear you talk about it. Yeah. I'm Top, not... bottom, side, we want to know. Yeah. You're 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 you're, you know. You're barely flipping houses on HGTV. You know, <laughs> relax. Um, so let's speak about one of those people. Yeah. We're going to get into some topics. Wait, hold on. No, because I want to go back into drag real quick because I did give you an assignment because I was like, yes, and I'm going to I'm not throwing you under the bus. You're not. I was excited for the challenge because I know that you're a huge fan. and I want to. Yes. Up. So I was like, are you watching Drag Race this season? And you were like, no. And I went uh, and the shade button hit. I know. And I was like, wow, you're not. And you're like, I haven't really like watched it. And I'm like, oh my God, even better. But you were like, I'm on it. I'm doing the homework. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Because we finally got down to the top four. Yeah, let's, I, wanna, let's... I'm, I am going to grab my, my phone for this just so I don't mess okay. up the name because I have stuff written down. Because yes. um, I, I like called the girl Avitra and I know that's not her name. It's If you or someone you know is suffering from Avitra. Yeah. No, well, Lux Noir London, I, I know she's in the top four, you mm -hmm. know, um, and I know that she's from Jersey. And at first I was like, she's got a bad attitude. But you know what? It's only because she has been able to make a left turn for a lot of her life. And that yeah. explains the attitude. What's her name? Avitra? Anitra. Anitra. Yes. Okay. So I thought that was like the smart value version of Abriva, um, but I think she's very talented mm -hmm. regardless. Um, I love the house of Colby. Oh my and God. I don't know who else, I, I don't know who else is in this house. I'm oh, assuming. Oh, Carrie, Lolita. I okay. could go on. I was going to say biscuits and horseradish, but <laughs> that, that, that works, that works too. And, and a mistress. Mistress Isabel Brooks. Mistress Isabel Brooks. And I know that she always tells people that she's in an era. Right, she's like, I'm in, a, she's I'm in, in my an winning. Yes. And I related to her because I feel like since the pandemic, I've been in my paraplegic era. Oh. I would love to sit and just look out the window and drool. That's my passion. That's that's um, me. <laughs> I'm, I'm in, yeah, I'm in my do I want to go out of the house era. Uh, it, it, it's too much. Yeah. So, um, all right. And then I watched the one night only performances mm -hmm. and I was very horrified by uh, Princess Poppy and her pocket pussy, Petunia. Do you remember when she bought out the, the pocket? Yeah. 
And I, I've never been more. I, listen, I haven't seen a vagina in person, but I'm assuming that's what it looks like on her hands. And it I'm looks just, like your grandma's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one was meteor, but um, yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying not to look at my notes because I. It's had so, so funny much... because you're mentioning like some of the girls that are just like gone, and I've already like forgotten they existed. Uh, is there, that there was Sugar and Spice, who were the twins from TikTok? Yes, that's right, and they were very competitive. Very Those weird. Those are like I know, and I, you know what? I I like Tia and Tamara in terms mm-hmm. of twins. Mm-hmm. Other twins, especially gay twins. I'm not sure I trust. Right, because I'm like, "Mm, you probably have. There's something... Okay, (laughs) I think that too. Yeah. You know, and we're not judging. I love the Cracker Barrel and cheese grits. I'm just saying. Um, All right, and then I I love Seussical, not Seussical. The Woosical. The Wigsical. Wigloose, yes. And I was like, how do you not rename one of the songs Holding Out for a Dollar Bill? I mean, that's that's very on brand. And then the last thing I will say is I was really really torn in uh, by how they were looking at the pictures of their, their younger selves. They always do that. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. It's always like the last episode before the final three or final four is announced like who tell us about five-year-old nikki and then it's like you're gonna be so great one day don't let anyone tell you differently and you're like oh god like oh Okay, so just pull them because they're already like, yeah, fucked up and tired and like the stress Crazed. of the show, yeah. and and then they're like, oh, get them to fucking. Cry. And, and then you show the picture from CCD, yeah, and it it'd make like, anybody cry. It's of always course. like a little cherub like with dreams, and they're like, <laughs> you were left at a store, you know. It's like, oh god. So um, amoeba. Anitra. Close. Anitra. Anitra. <laughs> right. So I was really taken back because they had the picture of her as baby Isaiah. And she was saying, you know, that you're, you can finally fly free. Mm. And if I could give you advice, I'm like, you're not going to mention that you're dressed like Lumiere on TV. Like, yeah. and they're going to might be singing with silverware mm-hmm. someday. It was very Beauty and the Beast. And I just thought she should have gave her child a head. I had self. I had uh, start. Anitra was the one who was like, I started doing drag like maybe like two or three years ago at oh. DragCon. You're probably more... watching you perform oh. in the um, You Better Work Room um, or whatever. They probably, the makeshift, you know, <laughs> pop-up comedy club there at the <laughs> at the RuPaul's Ru- Ru- DragCon. I, you know, I, but I love that she's walking ducks. I think it's a great way to yes. trick the conservatives who are watching Duck Dynasty. Yes. I think this is a good way. They're going to be like, she's walking ducks. I mean, I'm already, I'm already like picturing her booth. It's just yeah. going to be rubber ducks and like her sitting on a big duck or something. I would love that. I'm yeah. going to be there. Yeah. But it was a very predictable season. I knew who the top four were going to be like going into it. Cause you could just like, you can tell. You knew he wasn't going to eliminate somebody. Rue. Because no. it was supposed to be. Okay. No. She's going to do a top four. Really? She hasn't had any double Shantae's. No, this is this is my March Madness, by the yeah, way. Yeah. This it's like RuPaul's Drag Race this season. There wasn't going to be any double eliminations, which there should have been. There should have been a. I think I, I want to say like one or two. I think it was like. Uh, I want to say it was like Lucy and like Selena. I was like, get them out of here, both of them, or something like that. And Lucy um, works in construction, which yeah. I, I was like, I, I would just like to see that. Lucy delusion, as I call her, because <laughs> she was like, I should have won this challenge. I'm like, girl, you didn't do good. Relax. Um, I want her to be like a more fashionable Bob the Builder. And it, I feel like we didn't get that. We didn't get that at all. Maybe with uh, Maddie Morphosis from last season, because that was a straight guy on Drag Race. That was a whole nother thing. But um, yeah, Lex Noir in London and Trinity the Tuck from All Stars and her season got into a big Twitter fight over the weekend because, like you said, was like, oh, I don't like your attitude. And Trinity was like, girl, I'm just saying you're not a fan. And Lux being Lux, which Lux's voice, I'm sorry. The... <laughs> 
this challenge, I'm going to show everyone how authentic I am and how much of a star I am. I'm going to be serving fish hunty mama boots. And I'm like, stop talking. I completely agree with you because I'm like, how is she not burping from all the air that she's intaking? <laughs> but from it's, how it's just this how yeah. great I am. How I, I got indigestion as a viewer. So I, I'm with you on that. I completely I, agree. But I think, I mean, I if I if I had my way, I'm I mean, I think Sasha Colby's gonna win the whole thing. Yeah. I think if we're gonna go second place, it's gonna be Anitra. Third place, Isabel, fourth place. Uh, Lux. But that's the thing about Drag Race. They're always going to spin that wheel. And I'm kind of hoping whoever is paired up with Anitra or Sasha, she's just going to decimate them. And then it's going to come down to Anitra, Anitra and Sasha. That's now, you, my prediction. Do you bet with money? Because I know some people put money on who's going to win. Oh, absolutely. You do. I put everything I own. Really? On. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow I'm just like on the sidewalk. I like, want that hat to sell it on eBay. If I could win it. <laughs> no, you would that, be. That, there are that, people who I, do bet on it. Like it's like, like, like I know, the Indy I know 500 and 100%. stuff. 100%. It's a huge thing. It's a huge thing. And it was a really, really fun season. And I'm, I, I can't wait to see who the winner is. Um, but I want to get back into yes. this. Someone who you said was mean to you on the red carpet is actually one of the stories we're talking about. And it's my favorite little like fentanyl cupcake. <laughs> um, she has gone on TikTok because this is what she's doing now. She's in her lesbian era and she is um, on a posting rampage about her quote clout chasing love bombing exes. So is now 19 years old, which is terrifying to me, and has uh, been exceedingly public about her partner since coming out in January of 21. Uh, she technically identifies as pansexual, but to her ex's dismay, she's also been exceedingly public and trashing them on TikTok for all of her 45.9 million followers. So on Tuesday, Siwa posted a TikTok in her signature Energizer Bunny aesthetic. Uh which is a lot. Um, I love that the article says that she has on-demand espresso, espresso shots, because I'm sure she does. So she says that she has dodged a series of red flags, which included, quote, exes, quote, cloud chasing and, quote, love bombing. The video has 2.4 million views to date. Several hour, hours later, she was ex, Katie Mills, also an influencer, because like attracts like, stitched the singer's um, TikTok and called her out for being a shit stirrer. Uh, the ex says, I'm done being quiet. You hold a lot of power, you and your platform. How can you tell someone that you love them and then ghost them the next day and then post all over the internet that we're clout chasers and love bombers? I don't get it. So Mills and Siwa made their public debut as a couple in December of 21, but broke up about a month later. But however, she was the one, according to Siwa. Um, she went on a date with another influencer, uh, who Mills mentions in her TikTok video for roughly three months and then apparently dumped her on the high seas. You sent me and Avery through hell for months and gave us no explanation why. You know we weren't love bombers or clout chasers. Weren't you the one that decided that we needed to go to the Hollywood Boulevard Disney and the Lakers game? That wasn't my idea. And anytime I posted something, I asked for your permission first and I have the text receipts to prove it. So don't come at me saying that we were clout chasers. Everything was starting to die. Everything was starting to be quiet. But now you posted a video like this coming in us we're getting the dms back the comments back knock it off you know me and avery can't defend ourselves so stop attacking us leave us alone holy 
You should be an auctioneer. That was very impressive. I got all I mean, of that. It's a lot. Well, I all have, of it. When I think of JoJo Siwa, I feel like I have yeah. to be on crack. You have to. Yeah. yeah. I have to read it like I'm no, JoJo Siwa. Yeah. 100%. Um, so now, commenters are now flooding JoJo's original post with anti Siwa. <laughs> anti Siwa <laughs> just sounds weird. Like a disease. Yeah. yeah. It sounds terminal. So people are running to. Uh, Post their anti comics saying it's JoJo running from her own red flags and nobody. JoJo, my exes are the worst, right? So now she's, oh, it says the plot thickens. So while JoJo may be an uh, arbiter of mess, let's not forget that she dumped Mills after fans resurfaced some of Mills' transphobic, racist, and pro Trump Twitter likes from 2018. Okay. She reportedly liked to tweet questioning whether trans women are actually women, and after getting many canceled for dressing up as Kendrick Lamar, called cornrows a costume. And in Satan's year, what? <laughs> 2020, Mills also liked tweets and mentioned Trump, one of which read, I'm sorry at real Donald Trump, we let you down. Ooh. So in December 21, Mills tweeted some classic non-apologies like there is stuff that Trump did that I do support and there is stuff that I did not support in the same way for Biden. There's stuff that he does that I do support and there's stuff that I don't support. And some of my bestest and most dearest friends are of different races and colors. As for Jojo, given the more extreme chaos of some of her teen celeb forebears, um, she says, I'm going to give her a pass and hope she learns how to clean up her messes next time. Ladies, you don't have to post everything. We're not giving her a pass. I take I your yeah. apology and shove it. I got asbestos poisoning from your slime, and yeah. I am here to let everybody know that we haven't forgotten JoJo. I, I do think, you know, I think JoJo is very problematic. Yeah. I think she is uh, a lot. Um, And she does this thing, too. She did it with Candace Cameron Bure, who yes. I don't... You know, I, we talked yeah. about it months ago, like over at Christmas. It's like, what's the worst celebrity you've ever worked with? Candace Cameron Bure. And you're like, okay, cool. But it kept going. And Candace Cameron Bure apologized. She's like, look, I have a daughter. She looks up to you. And she was like, not done. I'm still dragging this bitch down. And it's just weird that she's now doing it with her ex-girlfriends, which is going to show up if a girl ever gets involved in another relationship with you. They're going to be like, hey, red flag. If anything goes wrong, this bitch is going to get on TikTok and be like, dodge that one. You know, like, Jesus, God. Here's what scares me about JoJo. If I was, she reminds you of that girl that she's like the hot lesbian in high school and she has the, the puka shell necklace on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm. Loves I'm, volleyball. Loves, I might not be a lesbian, but I've always wanted to try it. And mm -hmm. next thing you know, she's fingering me in the back of her truck. Yeah, sure. And my parents find at out. private school. It right, has to be private, private school. school. The, the principal sees it. They call my parents. And next thing you know, I am sitting in solitude for the rest of my life. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? She just feels like that type that'll just, she's like, just the pinky. Yeah. Like she has that vibe that she could talk you into just one lick. It's also like, Jojo. It's, I've never done this before. Yeah, no one has. <laughs> it's also very like toxic behavior. Yeah. Very toxic. 100%. And it's it's like if you have power, if you have money, especially being at a young age like 19 and being able to like use your platform for good or bad, um I don't like it. And to drive around with a Tesla with your face on it. I mean, what about I'm calling Does she do that? She has a, a Tesla with, with her, her face, face on it. All yeah. over it. Like in Ladies, run. 
Ladies, I'm talking to all my my Gen Z lesbians that n do not know who I am. <laughs> not yet. Run, 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 run. If if it, I mean, think about this. If you were a w straight cis woman, and the guy that you have matched on Bumble or Hinge or Tinder pulls up and has their face on their own damn car. Are you getting in said car? What does that say about you? I, you know, I'm not Tabitha <laughs> Brown, <laughs> but I can give good advice as a gay man. Do not get in that car. You're going to wind up in a ditch. Right, a hundred percent. And I think it's distracting to the to the road, other people on the road. And yes. I will be calling Geico as soon as I get out of here. I think they need to know. That's why I got t-boned. I was distracted by JoJo Ugh. on the 405. Yeah, I don't like her. I don't either. I really, I don't like her and whatever. It's like, she's a kid. She's 19. She's grown now. And I didn't even know she was on Dance Moms. But she I, was on I, Dance I hope Moms. Abby Lee Miller runs her over in that wheelchair and oh. really gives it to her good. And Maddie Ziegler was on it too. That's right. And I like Maddie. Yeah, that's the the chandelier girl. Chandelier. She's, she's swinging from the chandeliers. She's so dancing. good. She yeah. was in West Side Story with Steven Spielberg. That's right. Like, we, we're team Maddie on the Just Saying podcast. Team JoJo, like, just, you're grown. Stop it. The only JoJo I like sings Get Out. Yeah. I'm like, stop. That's all we care about. Stop living in this like Lisa Frank diarrhea world. I know. It's just like, pixies and And I don't know if you get this vibe about her that she could be very rough. Like, I feel like it's like a Lisa Frank tie dye, like tracksuit, and then underneath it's just like a leather studded strap on. Yeah. Barbed wire, scars. Yeah. And she's like, no, we're not playing. You're about to get pummeled. JoJo, no. Yeah. I think she like show. I think you go into like JoJo's house, like, say if she like picks you up at like I don't know some where, you, where does JoJo see what pick up five girls? below <laughs> five below in Vegas is that yeah and she brings it back she's like welcome to my dream world and it's like everything then she presses a red button and everything turns and it's just like the red room harnesses ball gags and her mom's just there with a tray of lube yeah she's like have fun yeah her strap on's like a unicorn horn it's like oh god what did I, what's my safe word it's my safe word's dream big <laughs> god it's not the it's not the barbie dream house we want however no. segue the barbie trailer came out um today and i watched it and i have to tell you i can't wait it's going to be really fun. You watched it, right? I okay. did. Um, Mar Margot Robbie comes to life as the famous figurine in the official trailer for Warner Brothers Barbie. Oscar nominee Robbie leads a star-studded cast that includes a muscular Ryan Gosling as Barbie's boy toy Ken. The two actors are not the only Barbie and Ken dolls in the film. Dua Lipa. One kiss is all it takes. Oh, my, my muse. Dua Lipa's my Barbie. Stars as Mermaid Barbie. Alongside many other actors as different uh, iterations of the famous doll. Um, the first Barbie trailer, featuring a nod to Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey, officially introduced the world to Ro Robbie's Barbie, but it didn't reveal too much about the characters or storyline. Since then, it's been revealed that Barbie and Ken have been placed in the real world and forced to wrestle with the difficulties of no longer being just dolls. So this is directed by Greta Gerwig. It stars everybody in this movie. Um, a lot of people I don't know. Um, Emerald Fennel, uh, Michael Sarah, America Ferreira, um, I know them. Rhea Perlman, Sharon Rooney, Anna Cruz, Kane. Um, do you know any of these people? Issa Rae, I know. 
After um, Michael Sarah, yeah, Issa Rae. Simu Liu, I know. Scott Evans. Is Scott Evans Chris Evans' gay brother? Yes. That's he was what in I a music too. video with somebody, yes. right? They were like, yes, they're like Scott Evans, and he's like the cowboy, and he's cowboy yes. Ken. And I'm like, okay, so he's going to be gay. And he's played a love interest in a few music videos. Yeah. He, wait. I think he was in a music video. Why can't I? Was uh, it Britney? No. No, it was somebody... Um, Oh, God. I, I can't remember who. It was an emerging artist. It wasn't a big one, but he was in it. And I just remember. It was an emerging artist. I can't. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't remember the name. Whoever, I'm sure your music video was great. But I was like, yeah, if you have a, like a Chris Evans fantasy, if you squint. It does do the trick. You're absolutely right. And I watched this. It looks really fun. Fabulous. It looks stupid. Um, and I'm here for like a stupid fun summer. Like I'm, I can't wait to go see the Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm gonna, I'm, so I'm probably gonna like take take a mushroom or something. You better wear a helmet. You kind of have to <laughs> take a little, take it. Yeah, right. You better wear a helmet. Yeah, and then like, and then, um, but like also Barbie movie for sure. Like yeah. this is gonna be campy as hell. It was very posh, very well done. Didn't look cheap. At all and funny and it's gotta be stupid. Like yeah. Kate McKinnon plays like that weird, like yes. her hair's all fucked up and like right. she does the splits and stuff. So I'm I'm really here for Did you have a Barbie growing up? No. I wasn't allowed. I had I got one in a happy meal toy and my parents threw it out when I went to sleep. I was never like a big Barbie, like it wasn't like Yeah. It was like just a wanted thing to have one. Yeah. yeah. But you know who you know who can have a face on her car? Barbie. And that's it. Sorry, Jojo. Jojo. Get out of Kick here. Kick rocks. Leave. Get out right, right now. <laughs> um, but Did you know she was 13 when she recorded that just on an unrelated oh, sign yeah. I had no idea. I was still like the real picking Jojo. my nose. With, yeah, the real Jojo. Real Jojo. Not yeah. the one from the circus and not the one at Rhinestones. No, 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 no. Real Jojo. But um, loved the Barbie trailer. Yeah. Thought it was fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Everyone's... Uh, Pissed off because uh, they were like, Trixie Mattel was robbed. Because Trixie Mattel is like huge drag queen. Barbie aesthetic. Love, yeah. I want to go to her motel. Me too. Yeah. I probably can. And I just can't right now. But let's get into gross stuff. <laughs> just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. You're Italian. I am. I'm Italian. But um, this is an abomination. Heinz uh, tomato sauce has come out with their own tomato vodka pasta sauce. And their tagline is absolutely foodie, ridiculously good. Which you're getting, you know, full Heinz X absolute collab. Um, 
So they've teamed up with a limited edition tomato vodka pasta sauce that is as late as it is delicious. What? I don't even know what that means. This collaboration brings together the expertise of Heinz in creating pasta sauces with the magic of absolute vodka to intensify the flavor. The result is a rich and creamy tomato vodka pasta sauce that is sure to satisfy your cravings. Despite being late to the pasta a la vodka party, this sauce is worth the wait. So get ready to indulge in a pasta dish that is made in pasta heaven with the Heinz absolute tomato pasta vodka sauce. How do we feel? I think this is perfect for people who eat pasta at diners. You know who you are. You'll order a ravioli and the marinara or the bolognese at Mel's Diner, and mm-hmm. you don't know better, and this is for you. You'll be at Ralph's, and <gasps> I'm sure this is for... I mean, I, I don't even really like their ketchup. No! No! Get, let's work on that first. Can, we need to work on the watery mess that comes out. <laughs> right. Why well, do I still have to keep the bottle upside down in the fridge after all these years? Yeah, I don't, um, I don't agree with this. However, can't you just get tomato, or can't you just get pasta sauce and put vodka in it already? Like, what, an absolute, is that what we have to work with? I, I, I mean, this is very, this is very upsetting for sure. No, you know what's and, even more upsetting? Scroll down, Katie, would you please? Because I saw what you saw: the absolute pasta spritz, the perfect cocktail pairing. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to read you the ingredients: absolute vodka, rumazzotti, uh, aperitif risotto. Top up with Prosecco with a grapefruit zest. Okay, I was going to say, if this has pasta sauce in it, I'm out. No, they're making their own it little... It doesn't even sound good. It doesn't sound good. It's their lame-ass um, uh, Aperol spritz. Just because you saw White Lotus in Arkansas does not mean that you need to make a tomato paste with absolute vodka. And here's my fear, Justin. You know this is just the start. You know, it, there's going to be pesto, and the, oh, there's yeah. going to be an Alfredo, mm. and we need to cut, nip the bud at the head. Is that yeah. right? Nip the bud? Nip, yeah, the, nip, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. Nip it! Nip it. Don't even let me fucking think you're going to come out with like a creamy Alfredo or anything like that. No. Do you know who the pasta queen is on TikTok? No. Oh, God. She's amazing. I don't even, I can't even remember her name because I just call her the pasta queen, but she is like authentic Italian and she just like rips everyone to shreds and she's like, this is how you make it. Why? Because you're gorgeous and you're like, you're right, pasta queen. That's an abomination. We all hail. Yeah, but here's another an abomination. Uh, ramen noodles. Um, ramen noodles is uh, introducing their breakfast cup of noodles. This is real. Um, and I guess people thought that people, uh, ramen thought people needed this. The new cup of noodles breakfast will feature the same tangle and chew of instant ramen I don't need to hear tangle and chew in a sentence that you know and love with the introduction of the American breakfast flavors you grew up with. The noodles blend the aforementioned flavors of pancakes, maple syrup, sausage and eggs in a saucy noodle cup that is served in the company's iconic packaging and is ready to eat in four minutes. You can enjoy or simply try out of general curiosity the noodles at home or on the go, the company says. We know our products are a go-to meal any time of the day. They're not. (laughs) They're not a go-to meal. It's literally just like I have 10 cents in my pocket. Sure. And I don't mind getting high cholesterol. Yeah, I don't. You know what I want to eat? A, 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 a canister of salt water. Yeah. That's what I want to eat. Um, 
The noodles officially launched Wednesday, but they're currently only on sale at select Walmart locations. Shocker. Across the nation, it continuing its legacy as a self-contained meal for adults and college kids on a budget. Um, they're, they're saying innovation is the heart of the, com- uh, heart of the company. Um, they also launched a cup of noodles, pumpkin spice in 21. Oh, so I don't know. I might have to go get this and just try it. Out of curiosity. Yeah. You know, this will be huge in Florida, of course. But, yeah. I, you know, everyone's so concerned about their kids. I think child services should be called if you are giving this to your child to start the day. 2,000 milligrams of sodium. Yeah. Or what, what's in this? Yeah, of course. But also it's sausage, maple syrup. Pancakes. Pancakes. So I just feel like it's just going to taste like maple syrup. Water. I'm literally at a loss for words of why anybody would even try this. I mean, or what does it even smell like? I mean, just eat an ashtray at that point. (laughs) And first of all, then you wonder why your children have insecurities. Why does Timmy not want to take his shirt off at the pool when we all went to Dorney Park? Maybe because you're feeding him 2,000 milligrams of sodium for breakfast. And that's why his nipples have developed a little fat around them. And yeah, maybe I'm speaking from personal experience. It's it's like a flashback from my my child. This is how you get tater tot titties. It's sick. Tater tot titties. I mean, don't throw out ashtray um, recommendations to ramen. They're going to be like, "Hmm, that kid's on to something. (laughs) Let's call tater tot. Red Marlboro Crush. God. Well, I asked what you thought it would smell like because this next story, Mm. I love smell. It's my favorite scent. Uh, My sense, rather, is my favorite sense is scent. I love it. I wear a lot of classic cologne. I love candles. I love ambiance. I just love. mm, 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 mm. One day, I'm going to create my own fragrance and my own candle line. You watch me. I like to smell good. Do I join a fragrance club? Yes. Is it called scentbird.com? Yes. <laughs> they send me a, a yeah. They, yeah, you 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 get online, okay. scentbird.com. This is not sponsored, but it could be. I've been a member of theirs for like the past five years or something. Five every, years. Yeah. So they've sent you different scents for every month. What's your favorite one that you've got so far? God, I mean they ooh, I really don't know. I wanna say Oh my gosh, hold on, hold on. Not hold to put on, you on, on, on the on. spot. You know what has a really good one is Tommy Bahama, which is really weird. Yeah. Tommy Bahama, it's called Maritime, I believe, or something like Rag and Bone is really good. Um, Commodity is yummy. Oh, so they send like high quality. Yeah, they send you oh, like little vials. They send you little packages as well. Fabulous. And like you have it for a month or if you don't want to wear it or something. I've had some like dunkers, you know. Right. But overall, very good. And it's like $15 a month. Like Barbie you... by Nicki Minaj. You're like, I'm good on this one. No. Send it yeah. Back. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have like I don't have like what what's that Britney Spears one where it's like <laughs> I choose my own destiny. Do you strap her to the bed? It's um, like sublime fantasy. I'm like, how many fantasies do you have? But Stick to one. It's really really good. So th- I love a good science story, especially if it involves yeah. smell. So according to CNN, this article came out that some scientists um, got some memories about like what the past would have smelled like. So racism. It says during the COVID-19 pandemic, many people who caught COVID uh, temporarily lost their sense of smell, prompting a newfound appreciation of the importance of odor in their lives. New research projects are underway to understand what the past smelled like and identify what contemporary sense should be preserved for posterity. It's a very vital sense. Smell was also very important in the past, and it was probably even more important because in the past, not only 
everything was so sanitized. Interesting. So the challenge of finding past smells is how to capture an ephemeral phenomenon. Archaeologists typically find the study in things we touch, and these are um, artifacts we encounter in museums. Odor compounds are volatile in nature. Once their source is gone, they too disappear, evaporating into the air. And most smells stem from biological materials, plants, food, human and animal bodies that decay rapidly, Huber explained. Despite all these challenges, Huber said uh, few and new powerful biomolecular approaches are helping scientists decode ancient scents. So now, let's see, they have... Uh, the most informative biomolecules, biomolecules, sorry, according to Huber, include lipids, fats, waxes, and oils that aren't uh, soluble in water. They're often found embedded in porous ceramics. So after having been used in items such as lamp fuel or scented ointments, people once put on their bodies or on corpses, lipids are also found in feces. Huber also studies secondary uh, metabolites, organic compounds, produced by plants and left by plant-based products used in this past, including resins, scented woods, herbs, fruits, and spices. The compounds can reveal the ingredients and scent of incense, drugs, and food. So now they're trying to like recreate these. So hold on here. It says sequencing of ancient DNA and proteomics, the study of proteins found preserved in things like calcified dental plaque have detected amino acids that signal conditions like gum disease associated with bad breath. But in Huber's research illustrates collecting these olfactory clues is often only the beginning. So these scientists are trying to recreate the smell of the old world. So this Huber has studied incense burners found in the archaeological site of Tama, Saudi Arabia's oldest settlement that dates back 5,000 years in order to try and reconstruct the olfactory landscape of the ancient oasis. She detected secondary metabolites that reveal the use of scented resins containing frankincense myrrh and pistachio in private buildings, graves, and temples, respectively. Huber then worked with a perfumer to try and recreate the scents, revealing that these places might have smelled like thousands of years ago. Interesting. So frankincense was like a rich smell, very balsamic, and you could really fuel maybe this was used in order to kind of clean out the house, right, to avoid an unlike smell or something like that. So it's like poopery, <sighs> frankincense. Problem is simple. One, normally when you follow a recipe, you know of what you're supposed to get. When you reproduce a his historical recipe, you have no target. What we're trying to do is use organic chemistry to be able to tell us something about the process because we think in the process was actually would determine the range of possible sense. Okay. So that's what I want. Give me that show. I think that's a Netflix show. Like, recreate the smells of the olden days. Colonial Fantasy by Britney Spears. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so it, I didn't realize you love smells I do. this much. However, like, you know, like, like, what they, like what they were saying. It's like, if you go into like an old book, like if you go in an old library, it just yeah. smells real musty and just like, ugh, you know. Yeah. But like, like, see, look at this bitch. That's me in a library, just sniffing a book. Um. But like, I hate mothballs. But then also, I do wonder about that. Like, I wonder what like an old like Roman, like, yeah, like what what's it called the the Colosseum? Like, right, what's that smell? Because I'm that way. Because when I went to yeah. New York last week, I'm on the subway and the some dudes just like with his pit out. I'm like, oh god, and just like the trash. Nope, 
shade to New York. LA no, has course. its smells. Yeah. But right now, LA smells beautiful because we've had nine years of rain. rain. All the flowers are blooming. It's gorgeous. It's my favorite time. And the midnight jasmine's blooming, and that's my favorite smell in LA. Where yeah. All those flowers. You know what I'm talking about? The jasmine, you're just like, oh. Perfect to go to sleep. But colonial America, <laughs> what does that smell like? Yeah. Taint, rot, right. and rotten and teeth. Rotten and teeth, like. Ben Franklin's dick. I don't even. I don't. <laughs> I like those hundreds. I don't even. I don't even know. I mean, not good. I'd imagine. I, I, you know, they didn't have Axe body spray back then. No. The perspiration. They, you know, yeah, they didn't the have Abercrombie Fierce. No, no way. They, Nothing. They didn't have the, the the great box that you're getting. Well, and I always heard those like stories about like you know back in the 1700s and stuff like when, you know the the rich. Uh, aristocrats would go visit with like the common folk and stuff and they'd have like napkins with like perfume because everyone just smelled like butt warts you know really yeah i thought because they were coughing up blood like in those old movies that <laughs> was um tuberculosis oh <laughs> that's which what came franklin a little later. D. roosevelt yeah. no yeah. that it was like the it was like 18 1890s yeah tuberculosis was like the big one like, when, like when, moulin rouge my sparrow was dying right you know. when you're done smelling the history books can i read them because yeah, i think i need yeah, to catch for sure. up a little but like I need even, a refresher yeah but like even like old egypt like what what is that smell and i always like look yeah. at a candle and it'll be like mm, the wild west and i'm right. like is it though does it smell like the wild, wild west how would you know yeah. right does like, it smell like bison shit no, no. Then you need to go back to the drawing board and get it, more authentic it's like sandalwood and like horse saddle yeah. you know and you're like okay you tried you but, know, I, I think you know I think Carmen San Diego is the right person to get the authentic smells. Yeah. She was stealing artifacts and she should have been stealing smells and test tubes. That's what I want to do. I wanna I wanna like get on like um like Netflix if you're listening. They're not, they never do. You better be. Um, but like do that. That would be a fun show. Like recreate like what Cleopatra's chamber would smell like, or like what would the Justin Martindale scent be? Ooh. Mmm. It would be like, honestly, it would be like a little bit of sandalwood, a little bit of patchouli, a tiny, 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 tiny bit. Um, vetiver and maybe like a, like a jasmine-y sort of. Yeah, you gotta have I like signature. sweet and like, yeah, I like spicy. No, that's on streamy. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. And also, if you want candles, go to GooseCreek.com and get can best candles in the entire game. And Spireside. Good I like a lot of candles. Yeah. I love them. All right. Moving along. We got a couple more stories. This one um, definitely needs to not um, have a candle line. This man, my friend Kelsey sent me this article. Thank you, Kelsey. Uh, this man dug up his mother's grave and he then lived with her mummified body on the couch for 13 years. Taylor's on his time. Now, he is from Poland, which I guess is the Florida of <laughs> Europe. Um, <laughs> he's been arrested for digging up his mother, mummifying her corpse, and leaving it on his couch for 13 years. A relative of the 76-year-old man, known only as Marion L., notified police after finding the corpse when he entered the elderly man's apartment. The relative had spotted Marianne on the street looking poorly and went with him to his apartment where he saw the corpse lying on newspapers from 2009. The relative called police about uh, 
10 o'clock in the morning from the apartment, according to this Polish police, the owner of the apartment, a 76-year-old resident of the Wadzala district, was also on site. He was taken by paramedics to the hospital. The body was well-preserved. Uh, there was, it was a very good degree of preservation of the skin. Um, integuments uh, with the simultaneous lack of insect feeding and the lack of skeletal signs. The smell of mothballs told you was noticeable. So working on suspicions, the mummy was Marion's mother. Police exhumed her burial place in a parish cemetery. Um, the, the grave of the woman who had been buried in 2010 was 95 was found empty. Whew. It is understood that the man dug up his mother's corpse soon after her burial and took it to his apartment where chemicals were used to embalm it. He was charged with interfering with a corpse and will be examined by expert psychiatrists who will issue an opinion on his state of health. I'll issue it for you. He's fucking crazy. <laughs> And they're laying this woman back to rest again. You know, I'm sure he's Italian or, or well, he's Polish. he's Polish. No, but I was going to say, or he's Presbyterian or something. They're very, I think he was breastfed. Something that he's very attached to the mother. And you know, you dig up your mother. You're going to put her on newspapers. You can't yeah. even put her on sheets. I mean, that that's really okay. So I I would never do this, obviously. But well, good. Yes. I'm, I'm, for those of you who were like, this could be a toss up. Call Nikki old fashioned. I, that's right. <laughs> I used to fight with my mom, and I'm worried that she's going to die. And I was like, I, I want to stuff her like uh, like a bobcat or something. <laughs> just because of the guilt of how I treated her when I was younger. Just I, bad taxidermy? I, yeah. I accused her of stealing my style, all that shit. Your so, mom? Yeah. I, you know, I thought she wanted to be me, and I made it clear. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, that's right. So I feel guilty now because I realize how ridiculous that is. And, you know, I'm a, I, I say that now, though. My mom dies. I'm like, I want her to live forever. But this is too far. I mean. No, what do you think that is? Do you think that's just like an attachment issue? Like, like. You know, here's I, what I'm thinking. Yeah. She was 95, so she was old. She had a great life. Probably doesn't have a girlfriend or a wife. Is this him on the couch next no, no, to her? No, no, that's, oh. that, is no. Is that Mo and Curly from yeah, the we'll, Three Stooges? We'll go into that, but like... Oh, this is the next one. I think that he doesn't have a girlfriend, doesn't have a wife, like Mama's Boy. I think it's full-on Norman Bates psycho. It's totally Norman Bates psycho. Yeah, 100%. No, that's I, exactly what he did, mother. And he like starts dressing up like her and walking around town and shit. Oh, and he's impersonating her and playing her. You know, I think when his mom was like, "I'll always be with you," like this isn't what she, you know, intended. She Ugh. was like, "I'll be watching from the heavens, looking out for you." But God, that's so weird. I could not even imagine like the psychological like fuckery that would do. Like, say if you were that guy who like, How do you walked order a pizza? in and you're like, um. Yeah, how do you order a pizza? How do you keep the door cracked? People like... And mothballs? Let's stop doing that. There's no smell worse. How, I want to know how he got the, the body up. Right. <laughs> the stairs. Well, he said he recently... So she was put to rest. And then he pulled, you know, waited for that, like, you know, Polish rainstorm. <laughs> grabbed his shovel, went to the cemetery. Music was playing underneath. You know, belly full of pierogies. Yeah, yeah, just digging up, digging up mom, opens the casket, grabs her, throws her over his shoulder, scurries back to the village, puts some newspaper down. Maybe put the newspaper down to like dry her off. I don't know, but what? Ugh. For five years? It, 
No, he put the newspaper down in case there was like some leakage. Yeah. Sick. Um, but I don't think any family should be that close. No, I have to tell you, when I die, I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I've had, and some relatives, I'm ready for them to go too. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Let me know how it works out. Hopefully, it's cool and not hot for you. Yeah. And t- TBD until we see again, we meet and, again. Until we meet again. Now, I, I, I say that, and I said no family should be that close, but here we have our final story. Actually, close. We have two more stories. This is the Whitakers. Um, this is America's most inbred family. And I don't know if you know, but they speak in grunts. That's G-R-U-N-T-S, which is also tomorrow's wordle. The, um, the baying vocals of one inbred family sound like a stereotype neglected, I'm sorry, relegated, <laughs> same, to only the most exaggerated and offensive backwood cult flicks. However, one photographer proved that such communities do in fact exist after documenting the secret lies of the Whitakers, a.k.a. America's most inbred family, whose members communicate only in grunts and bark at passerbys. It was out of control, the craziest thing I've ever seen, documentarian uh, Mark Leda, 63, recalled recently on the concrete podcast he was describing the first ever encounter with the whitakers who reside in the rural mountain town of odd odd west virginia okay that tracks which boasts an infamously tight-knit population of around 779 people Leda has spent extensive time with the infamously incestuous clan first visiting them in 2009 for his book created equal okay and most recently last year in an impromptu reunion. He also chronicles the seldom seen slice of Appalachia regularly for his podcast, Soft White Underbelly. Gross. Which specializes in interviews and portraits of the human condition with an audience of 4.56 million YouTube subscribers. So the surviving Whitaker family tree is currently comprised of siblings, Betty, Lorraine, and Ray. So there's just three, thank God, as well as cousin, oh God, Timmy, after their brother, Freddie, died of a heart attack. However, there is reportedly an unarmed sister and other family members who Layla never met. Of the three remaining relatives, only Timmy graduated high school. During his flagship visit, the camera-wielding Rankinter was approached by a shotgun-toting neighbor who threatened to use it if the production team didn't leave them be. They don't like people coming to ridicule these people. Um said Leda, who was eventually allowed to snap pictures despite the initial distrust. Whew. So Leda analyzed the... I'm going to read a little more here. Yeah. Leda analogized the scene to something out of Deliverance, um, which was the Oscar award-winning film with the banjos. So he goes, there's these people walking around with their eyes going different directions, and they're barking at all of us. The one guy, you'd look at him in the eye or say anything and he'd scream and go running away and his pants would fall around his ankles and he'd go running off and go kick the garbage can. This would happen over and over. Accompanying footage from 2021 uh, visits show the family on the porch of the rundown dwelling with belongings strewn about like a scene from the Dust Bowl. The West Virginian family has a long and complicated history of inbreeding with early reports stating that three siblings now deceased, mom and dad were brother and sister. The family later claimed and clarified that there were double first cousins, meaning they share both sets of grandparents. 
take that, Alyssa Milano. <laughs> Keeping it all in the family led to a host of mental and physical aberrations, with some members only communicating via grunts and squawks, as is evident in latest videos posted his podcast. Whoo! Yikes! So, some Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah, like, really convenient. Pass Very, the turkey leg and your dick, please. Oh, I mean, convenient. it has. They say they have. Uh, uh, the side effects of the incest range from smaller adult size and reduced fertility to an increased risk of genetic disorders. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, man, look at them. I mean, I can tell how they vote. <laughs> I, I think this looks like the crowd that would really love to go to a drag story time. <laughs> I bet they do. They love, you know... They love a good drag story time. They love, uh, they definitely support the LGBTQ community. Why does it look like the house survived Hurricane Katrina? Like, because I just... it did. <laughs> this is probably, I mean, this is probably the house that uh, the first grandpa lived in, you know? I mean, oh man, it's so weird. I just don't, I But just... here's the thing, like... Someone's going to be pissed that we're talking about this. Leave incested people alone. No. They're people too. You know, no, I just they're not. couldn't even imagine what that conversation must be like after. I'll tell you how it goes. I speak incest. So, yeah, Wait. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll tell you how it goes. Wait. Wait. Which means I just came mm -hmm. hot. That's how they, that was a full monologue I did uh, from Henrik Ibsen's. <laughs> uh, I felt the Meisner technique mm -hmm. there. You, it was very channeled, Justin. Mm -hmm. Very impressive. Thank you so much. I mean, I, I feel like I could get crabs just from looking at the furniture. Like, that is so vile. And you know they fucked on there. You know that they were, it was family game night. And mm -hmm. they were like, you know, pass me that cheese sandwich. And. You're nuts. This is what I bet a scientist would show up at this house, open the door, get a whiff, and throw gasoline on themselves and light a match <laughs> right then and there. And do the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah. Take and the that house was God. With you. Yeah. And yeah. that was on God, period. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, this is Grey Gardens. This, this is, is like a sicker Grey Gardens. This is like Grey Gardens if they fucked each other. They it's, took off it's, the head wrap and. Cray Gardens. Said, yeah, right. Well, this, I want to end with this yeah. because speaking of Appalachia, this man, this man has become internet famous. And I hate saying that internet famous because he went into a Target. There's a whole bunch of, have you seen these videos of people just going into Target oh, yeah. and just yelling and just, there's a video of this one queen who, uh, just woman I call her a queen because she handles the situation so brilliantly. He's like, they're not teaching about God and Target. And she's like, I worship the devil. And what? She has her nails done. She's like, uh-huh. He's like, you believe in Satan? She's like, yeah, uh-huh. Get out of the store. Go. You know, she doesn't. But yeah. she's just like, no, just get the fuck it out of here. There's probably a Target in Staten Island. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, checks out. So this guy, um, if we could just play the video, I'm sure you've seen it. I'm in the boys section, guys. Boys clothes section. I want to show you over here. This is the clothing. Yeah, boys. Dinosaurs are cool, right? There's a big rainbow behind the dinosaur. We're not going to stop there. We've got a cloud. Hula hooping with a rainbow. What's this? Trucks are cool, right? Pick up a rainbow. Why are we picking up a rainbow, guys? Why is this boys' clothing today? I'm not done. Like Baby Shark? Bye-bye. There's masculinity. That's what they're doing. 
destroying masculinity. Guys, it's time to stand up against this wokeness. We need to stand up as parents and leaders and fathers. Like and follow the Lord. Okay. So much to unpack here. I don't know what's more embarrassing. The fact that this man who is complaining about children's clothes in a Target is also making a video in a Target. Because if I saw this being made in a Target, I would immediately walk up to this man and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. T-bone him with the cart. Steve. Those carts are big and they'll hurt. You're complaining again. You're you're complaining about children's clothes in a Target. Have you nothing better to do today? It's just funny to me that always the racist and homophobic people identify as Billy Goats. Oh yeah. I mean, he looks like he just got off a John Deere, and I I know that that T-shirt came from a kiosk at the Kentucky Mall. For sure. You know I those mean, T-shirt stands? Yes. Next the, to the, do you want to try our lotion? No. No. But they're like, well, print the T-shirt. This is how you get that. And the T-shirt says. Uh, what does it say? God made. God made. And it has the woman and the man sign from the bathroom. Yeah. It has his old bathroom sign. God made man and woman. God so, made men and women's restrooms. So that uh, this man looks like he needs to be stuck in a toilet. Also, why are you skipping leg day? <laughs> I hate when men have the big upper bodies and chicken little legs. It's the like, like it's so I know. And what? Are, like, who gives a shit? This is what always blows my mind when people are like, "Look what Target's doing." Right. You know what Walmart's doing? Selling breakfast cup of noodles. And why are these people so confident to like, get me on camera, put me on, I'm like, I never want to be on camera if I don't have to be. And these people who has no business being, yeah. being on anything. I mean, he looked like he could be on that first season of The Simple Life. That's he, the only yeah, thing we'd no, see him. And I, I think this upsetting. is the, the third or fourth cousin to the incest family. <laughs> family, that's right. And brother and father. It I just, heard a grunt in there. I'm sure I did too. But yeah. also, before we go, I think <clears throat> this is the thing. It's weird to me when a grown man is going into a store complaining about children's clothes. Right. Yeah. Here, if I went into a Target and I wanted to complain about clothes, I would go into the women's section and say, why are we having our women dress up like pilgrims? <laughs> Have you seen the women's section at a Target? Yeah. It's like, what is this festival <laughs> fair like? It's very Salem, Massachusetts. So weird, yeah. but there's no problem with that. But but this man's like, look, this boy. And also, if you're a Christian, isn't the rainbow like the symbol of the covenant with God from the story of Noah? Right. Uh, you ever see Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat? That's right. Just shut up. It's a fucking rainbow. It happens after the rain. And this is what drives me crazy about this type of person because it's always these people that are like, you know, band drag. They're they're yeah. grooming our children, and then they've seen all seventeen of the Medea movies yeah. in theaters. Yeah, but that's not drag. But also, are you not grooming people by telling them to go into a Target and ban Target because the shirt has a shark with a rainbow on it? I want to know who's filming. I know it's his wife. No. Jebediah totally asked, no, you don't think? Who it's, do you think It's like his brother or his like brother-in-law or something. Also, gay. Yeah. Calling it. Oh, yeah. Self-hating gay. Mm. He hates that people are happy with their lives. Right. He hates that he has to like be married to some like 400-pound woman 
because like he knocked her up in high school or something and now he's stuck with her and he can't live his truth. Look at his feet. Those are toe tapping and a stall feet. <laughs> That's why his legs are so slim. Yeah. yeah. Totally. No, 100%. He's familiar with the rest stop. Look at you his ready? beard. It's like it's like totally groomed. Yeah. He's like stand up against You're target. Right. It's totally it's yeah. totally shaped that beard. That's not straight. No, that's very Billy Goat-esque. We see you, and you're wearing a pink shirt complaining about rainbows on shirts. And I just wonder how these people go into work at the gas station on Monday. Like He's, after no. something like this, because you know he works at a BP at, at the at the window or yeah. something. And how do you just go on with your life like this never happened? And that's, yeah, that's a good point, because I always wonder if like... You know, say he's like taking his kids to soccer practice or something, and they're like, oh, God, Steve's here. Did you see his Target video? Yeah, I did. That's exactly, I was actually, that's exactly what probably goes on. It's crazy because I was walking into the Target, and he was walking out, and he had like a camera crew behind him, and I was like, Steve, what do you... And he's like, you'll see it on Monday. Make sure to like and subscribe. And, and, and here we are. are. And here we that's are. Right. So that concludes this week's episode. Nikki Paris, thank you so much for being here. What would you like people to know? Where can they find you? All that jazz. Uh, you can follow me at Nikki Paris Bitch, which is my confirmation name. And uh, it was an honor to be here. I adore you. <laughs> I Thank love you, you too. for having me. Of course, anytime. And you guys make sure to check out the Drag Isn't Dangerous Telethon May 7th. I'll have more details as soon as we get uh, closer to that date. Um, also, make sure if you have Out TV, check out my special, Gay Bash. And you and I have a show coming up here. The. 17th of May? It's definitely in that week. Something it's in the like teens. That. It's called yeah. West Hollywood Brunch, Brunch or something like that. Check so our socials. It'll be fun. So yes, make sure to like and subscribe. And as always, thank you so much for listening to Just Saying. We'll catch you next time. Bye! Bye!